welcome. Welcome everybody, because I know that people are joining in from absolutely all parts of the world, which is incredible because it just tells us that there is no distance in the spirit, you know? So without much ado, welcome, make yourself comfortable, make sure that you are focused. And without much ado, let's just ask God to come and tell an absolute can you hear me? Can you hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. Yes, we can Fantastic. hear you. Fantastic. So our Father and our God in the name of Jesus. Oh, wow. It is so good to be able to come every Friday into your presence with the same group of people. We do not take it for granted that you have assured us that where two or three are gathered, you are here. And so we say, welcome. Come and take your place at the head of the table. Come and help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Come and help us to hear your word speaking directly into each one of our hearts. At the end of the day, let your name alone be glorified. We do not take it for granted that we can come into the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are the Lord strong and mighty. Our foundation is in you and we do not take that for granted. You alone are our refuge. So many things have been going on, but we can trust in you. We do not trust in anything else but in you. Thank you, oh God, for having kept us since the fellowship started. And indeed this year, feels like only yesterday we said happy new year and now it is christmas where we can celebrate be exalted be glorified who is like unto you glorious in holiness fearful in praises always doing wonders come and take your place have your way set the captives free put the icing on the cake give some people cake in all that we do, we say glory be to your name forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says clap your hands, all ye people. Good afternoon, daddies, mommies. Can we please give the Lord a big round of applause? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changes not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness, Jesus. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. Great is the 
blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, Jesus, almighty, victorious, thy great name we pray. Most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, O Lord, almighty, victorious, thy great name we praise. Glory be to God. If you can hear me, please give the Lord a big round of applause. Glory, glory be to God. The Bible says, clap your hands, O ye people. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Ah. Somebody shout hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Ah. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Ah. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the Oh uh-huh. 
bless the Lord. Immortal, invisible, God only wise, enlightened, accessible, it from my eyes. Most blessed, most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious. Thy great name we praise. We give you praise, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, you are good. Let us pray. Lord, you are good and your mercies forever. Ah. Lord, you are good and your mercy is Good, good Father. We bless your name. Great and mighty God, we worship you. Eternal rock of ages, no one compares to you in any way. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your love, your favor. How marvelous are your works, God. Your ways past finding out. Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. We hallow your name this day. Daddy, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. On behalf of everyone here tuned in, oh God. Daddy, we want to say thank you. We are here because you kept us. Your mercy sustained us, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. And here we are, December. Daddy, we just want to say thank you. We bless your name for what this season represents, O oh God. The birth of your son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came not for himself, but for us. Thank you. Thank you for what he suffered for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you for what you are said to do in this meeting this day. We commit it into your hands, sweet Holy Spirit. Have your way in the name of Jesus entrench, impact, just imprint the words that you will say in our hearts, that things will turn around for good for every one of us. Through your word today, let there be a release of light, let there be deliverance, let there be healing, Jehovah. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. A very good day, good afternoon, depending on the time, wherever you are all over the world. God bless you. And compliments of the season. Merry Christmas in advance. It's 24th December. God is good. Thank you, Sister Balogun, for the opening prayer. And the fair God bless you always for leading us in worship. Hope God bless you. Background, walking diligently. Thank you all. We bless God. And um, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 to 4, we'll read. And I'll share some personal things that the Lord laid in our hearts for today. Acts chapter 3, 1 to 4, and title it, Change the Picture. Change the Picture. 
Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms. Verse four, and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us, praise the Lord, look on us. You know, many times, particularly as a pastor, there is, I see people with great excitement looking forward to the new year. Uh, there's joy, there's expectation, just general excitement amongst the congregation, amongst people you talk to one-on-one. -on -one. Somebody was discouraged last week or last month is suddenly excited about the new year. But then it, 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 it almost appears as if in the new year, God is going to wave a magic wand that will change the situation of that person automatically once it is January 1st, something happens and just like Cinderella, you knock the shoes together and you transport yourself from one place to the other. And that's really not the, the case. The truth is, if nothing changes in me, nothing is going to change outside me. For as a man thinketh, as he thinketh, so he is, I create the world around me that is already inside of me. And so if I don't change inside of me, if I don't change within, if there is no renewal, no change in my thinking, I'm still going to repeat 2021 in 2022. I'm going to share a personal experience that the Lord, this phrase came from, change the picture. It was God who spoke it into my heart. Sometime in October, close to my wife's birthday, I was attending a program at the province and I got a call while the program was going on. So I had to leave. It was my wife calling frantically. I left the program, came, stepped outside to take the call. And I was informed that my wife, they, she's very strong, she's this, and they have to rush her to the hospital. Initially, I prayed with her over the phone. And I went back inside the conference, but they kept calling. I said, this is serious, you have to come. This is not a matter of praying and um, getting back inside. So I had to leave the conference, informed my bosses, and took off, went, went home. She went to the hospital, came back, Nothing changed. The next day, hospital and on and on, where hospital and back drips all the walks, checking this, checking that, seeing nothing really there. But then she was in pain. She was in serious pain. She was, it looked like she was dying. And at night, we couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep, we'd stay awake. She would be writhing in pain. I'll be praying in tongues. Didn't know what to do or who to call except God. Just praying in tongues, Lord, what's going on? This ordeal, so to speak, lasted for about three weeks. One night before this thing turned, and that's where this, that's where I'm going. One night in the middle of the night, maybe two, three a.m., I'm not sure now. She was still screaming in pain, crying. I couldn't do anything. So I just held her hands and I said, let's join our hands together. I don't know what's going on, but let's just pray in tongues. So she put her hands in my hand as she was lying down and knelt by her side, by the bedside. And I started praying in tongues. And she was praying in tongues as much as she could with the pain and everything that was going on. Suddenly, I don't know for how long we prayed in tongues, but suddenly this phrase rose up in my spirit. Change the picture. 
And I couldn't get off of it. I wanted to continue praying, but God again spoke in my heart and said, change the picture. So I stopped to hear clearly what he was saying. And he made it clear to me that till I change the picture in my heart, till I change the picture in my heart, I'm not, nothing is going to change. And I thought, oh my goodness. I realized that in my head, the picture I have is that of taking her to the hospital the next day. All sorts of not nice pictures. Pictures of going to the hospital, pictures of her taking more drip, pictures of this. And I realized God was saying, change the picture to her giving thanksgiving in church. Change the picture in your heart to her sharing her testimony in church. Change the picture to her dressing up for Sunday service. And I got up from there and I woke her, got her up and I said, this is what God is saying. Change the picture. Both of us need to change the picture we're seeing. And it's the same word for you and I. These guys, John and Peter said to this man, look on us. They were telling him, change what you are seeing. Look away from pockets. Look away from people's hands, what they've got. Look at our faces. Look upon us. Look upon those who are walking so you can see hope that you are going to walk one day. They asked him to change the picture. And that has since then, I've had to apply this in several areas in my life. And I see that it works everywhere. You know, one of the strangest scriptures, and I'm going to speak from my heart, just a, a short time here for this, to share this. And I want, I believe God and I prayed that Lord imprint this in the heart of everyone because this will make a significant difference in your 2022. In fact, if you begin now to apply this, changing the picture. So one of the strangest scriptures you'll find in the Bible, at least for me, I don't know about you, is Psalm 78 verse 41, Psalm 78 verse 41, where he says that they, they turned, they tempted God and they limited the Holy One of Israel. Now, why is strange is that the Almighty, the one who made everything that we see and beyond what we see, the one who has no beginning, no ending, the one who lives forever, he can be limited. You can tie his hand, so to speak, you can limit him. He may want to do this much, but I limit him. I, mortal man, have the power to limit God. You have the power to limit God is what it means. And I shall change myself. And one of the ways, if not the only way, is the picture that I carry. The picture in my heart. It's like a photographer in the old days where you have to give the photographer a, neg a negative for him to develop. Now, if the negative were not pretty, they were not beautiful, nicely taken. There's nothing the photographer is going to do about it to make it pretty. He's just going to produce what you've given to him. And it's the same thing in the spiritual. What I carry in my heart, the picture I have in my heart is all I'm giving God to work with. That's all I'm giving God to work with. Imagine this in Numbers chapter 13. You see people who came with two different pictures. And you see how it works. In Numbers 13, 12 spies were sent out into the promised land to spy the land and come back. They all saw the same thing, but they returned. 10 painted negative picture. Only two had the right picture. Guess what? The 10 and others that agreed with that negative picture, they didn't enter the promised land. Was it because God did not want to take them in there? No, they limited God. The picture they presented was not the picture of the promise. And so they couldn't possess the picture 
that what was promised because the picture presented was contrary to what was promised and they couldn't enter. It wasn't God's intention. God didn't say these guys are not going. No, based on the picture they presented before God, he can only work with the negative he presents. That's the picture you present before God. But the two that presented the right picture and said, oh, we see ourselves taking possession. These guys are bred before us. The other guys, their picture was that of grasshoppers. Well, like grasshoppers. So their picture of them was grasshopper. And of course, a grasshopper can't possess the promised land. God didn't promise grasshoppers the promised land. He promised his children, his covenant people. The only two who saw themselves as covenant people were the ones who got him from that generation. So you see that the picture is, it matters what picture you carry in your heart. I must change the picture. You must change the picture. And that's where words are important. That's where the scripture is important because the scripture is there to paint a picture. When God gives you a scripture, it's so that you paint a picture of deliverance, a picture of healing. When he says, by his stripes, you were healed. He expects that person on a sick bed to use that by his stripes, you were healed, to paint a picture of healing. See yourself getting out of there. Let me share a testimony of a woman who was very sick, terminally ill, and they had sent to the hospital. She was not supposed to return from the hospital. But she said to them, bring my Sunday best, my clothes, Sunday clothes, and bring a pair of shoes for me. Hang it in the room for me, inside that hospital room. And they said, what for? You know you are dying. They already said this and all that. She said, just keep it there. She kept it there and said, no, I'm not dying. I'm coming out. I'm going to wear this dress. This is what I'm going to wear for my testimony. Nobody believed her. But do you know, she walked out. Why? That dress hanging there, those shoes, helped her to paint a picture of her coming out, of her testifying. And because the picture she presented to God was the picture of the promise, God could bring the promise to come to pass. Every time I present a picture contrary to the promise, I tie God's hands. I limit him from doing what he wants to do. This woman came out put on that dress nicely as she left the hospital. Nobody thought she was going to, but it was the picture that she presented before God that worked for her. Praise God. I'll share another testimony. I said, I'm just speaking as the Holy Spirit drops in my heart because this is crucially important. And this year, as it ends, and next year, because the news is not really going to get better. People are going to continue to do today's Omicron variant. Tomorrow, whatever variant will come out, what else? Those things paint a picture. Every time they drop those news and say this variant has come out, this is going to happen, that's, they create a picture, but it's a picture of doom. If I take that picture, God can't work with that picture. I limit God. This is why, you know, the, these chronic diseases carry so much fear factor. Because when the doctor says, oh, this is cancer, this person is going to die within one month. Automatically, the picture the person gets is a picture of funeral. My casket, my funeral, my will, who's going to take care of my children? I've painted a wrong picture. With that picture, I limit God from helping me. I just cut off God from helping me with that picture. But if I can paint the right picture, it was later my, my, my wife was telling me that she had the enemy had been giving her a picture of her obituary. She had seen it consistently almost every night. She would see her obituary picture with her picture there and obituary there had painted that until that night when God said, change the picture. And she began to imagine herself going to church, imagine herself doing things she used to do back. And the very next morning was when the tide turned. The very next morning, we woke up the very next morning. From then on, it was recovery upwards. Prior to that time, it was as if she was dying. And I was also seeing that picture till God said, change the picture. 
It's a scriptural thing. No wonder God noticed that many times if you read the prophets, he will ask, what seest thou? What do you see? God is interested in what you are seeing because that's what he's going to work with. The reason he gave us his word is so that his word can paint the picture of his promise for us. For example, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. The reason he's giving you that word is so that that word can create a picture of prosperity for you. Because the news will come and say next year is going to be tight. Things are going to be rough. Businesses are going to shut down. They are trying to paint a picture that the devil can work with. You must reject that picture and use the word of God to paint the right picture for yourself. Let me share two quick testimonies and, and I'll stop. I don't want to sing carol today, so this is not a day of long messages. Two quick testimonies. One is personal. The other one, um, a, a pastor's wife who's been blind for a long while. And many times, because she's a pastor's wife, when mini guest ministers visit, they want to pray for her. And many times they pray for her and nothing happens. So they pray over the eyes and nothing. So she's gotten disappointed over time. And so what she now does is when guest ministers come, she starts avoiding them so that they don't call her to pray for her because she was getting embarrassing. But this particular one came and she was dodging and dodging. I think on the last night, this guy managed to corner her and said, no, madam, come, I want to pray for you. She didn't want to, but reluctantly she came. And the guy laid hands on her eyes, her blind eyes, and said, and commanded uh, her sight to return, spoke over that, and asked her and said, now, can you see? She wanted to open her eyes to see. He said, no, shut your eyes. And she was wondering, shut, shut my eyes. You're asking me, can I see? And I said, shut your eyes. So she shut her eyes again. And he said, I say now, can you see? She wanted to open her eyes again to see if she can see. He said, shut your eyes. I didn't say open your eyes, shut your eyes. And she was now confused that, okay, you're asking me to see if I can see, but you're saying shut your eyes. But then she got what this guy was saying. What he was saying was, can you see yourself seeing? Without opening your eyes, can you imagine yourself seeing and walking without somebody helping you? When she got it, she said, yes, yes, now I got it. I know now. He said, can you see? She said she could see herself seeing now. And he said, now, open your eyes. She opened her eyes and she could see. But she had to paint that picture back to herself seeing. This is where imagination is powerful. If you remember in Genesis where God said the thing that these people have imagined to do, nobody can stop them. Then he had to confuse their language. That's what we're talking about. That picture is the picture that your imagination creates. That's what God wants to work with. What seest thou? I'm asking you today, what seest thou? Are you allowing the news of the world to paint the picture for you? Because it's a tale of two pictures. You've got to choose one. If you allow the world to paint a picture for you, or you allow the word of God to paint the picture, the one you paint is the negative you present for developing. My personal experience, and that's where I'll stop. It, 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 we, we, my wife and I asked God for a vacation this period. And God answered provided us miraculously vacation. Now we had asked for, to go to the US. And so God presented that opportunity. And then as soon as it was getting close to the time to travel, they came up with this thing in the US that, oh, if you're going to travel from certain countries, you have to be fully vaccinated or something like that. And we hadn't done that. And that cuts US off because we're not going to be able to do all that within that period. 
And so that changed. We couldn't go to the US. And then, of course, we now changed the trip and said, okay, we can't go to the US, we have UK visa, let's go to the UK. So again, the tickets gratefully or thankfully refunded, we got UK, uh, UK um, tickets to go. Just a, the next day or two days later after this, Nigeria red list. You can't travel to UK except you go and spend several thousands of pounds in a hotel or wherever they will put you. And again, that cut off um, UK trip. And I said, Lord, what's going on here? Third one, I said, okay, well, let's go to second favorite place of my wife, um, Dubai. So switched tickets, refunded, got to Emirates and um, booked Emirates flights to travel for the vacation. Days after that, Nigeria and UAE began something that we couldn't understand. And it says suddenly uh, Emirates has suspended their flights, cut it off again that they are not going. And our flight was that same week. And that ended that. But you know what? I realized that with all this happening, the enemy was painting a picture, trying to get me to buy into the picture of Christmas, back home, still working, still doing all that. I realized that God said, change the picture several months ago. So I changed the picture. And what I kept seeing, I kept seeing myself in my favorite shopping malls, where we were going in my favorite shopping places, the shops I like to buy suits from and all those things. I had that picture in my head. I just refused to let go. Believe me, you. God still brought it to pass. Why? I didn't let the enemy take away the picture from me. Child of God, this is crucial now more than ever. Whatever picture you've had before that is contrary to God's word, you've tied God's hands. He can't work with that. Change the picture of what you have. Use God's word. Are you sick? Did they say it's cancer? Did they say it's terminal? That's their word. Take God's word. First, uh, first Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed. Take it and see yourself dancing in church. See yourself with the microphone sharing your testimony. See yourself before people testifying. Change that picture. Did they say the business is going to shut down? It looks like this is bad. You know, it has entered our phrase. We even have it in our words that will say, oh, I can't see how it's going to happen. That shows a picture of a close deal and God can't do anything once you say, I can't see how that is going to happen. But if I say I can see it, I see things turning around. I see things changing. Then you've given God something to work with. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Ah, shall we pray? I just want us to take one prayer point. Just one prayer point. From this scripture, this was what the Lord laid in my heart. In 2 Corinthians 10, 4 to 5. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations, it goes on and on. But what we want to pull down, just that one prayer point, is pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds are things that are here. For example, I've been taking, if, 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 for example, you've been taking antihypertensives for 20 years, it's going to be difficult for anybody to tell you about healing because it's become a stronghold. It's part of your life. Somebody who's been sitting on a wheelchair for 20 years, 15 years, it becomes a stronghold. It's difficult. There was a man that was prayed for in a wheelchair. He got up and was able to walk. Do you know that when he was leaving service, he went and got the wheelchair and sat on it again and lost his healing? Why? That picture had become a stronghold. He couldn't see himself getting off of that wheelchair. I want us to pray.
Remember our early years when my wife was having miscarriage upon miscarriage, severally, and we were suffering through it. At one point, it became a stronghold in my heart. Every time she takes in, I'm expecting a call from her, maybe when I'm at work somewhere that ah, started bleeding. It was the picture that was constant. And believe me, you, it kept happening. That was the picture. I didn't know this. I want you to pray and say, Father, Father, every stronghold that the enemy has put in my mind, has erected in my mind, and is using to facilitate an evil pattern, I pull it down today in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold that by, by thoughts, by experience, by what I've seen, the enemy has created and built up in my mind that is now using to perpetuate, to cause that thing to continue, an evil pattern in the name of Jesus. I cast down, I pull down that stronghold today in the name of Jesus. I command that stronghold to be pulled down in the name of Jesus. Because my mother died of this, my father died of, does not mean I have to die of the same thing. It becomes a stronghold, but I pull it down today in the name of Jesus. Because they didn't give you visa the last three or four times, it does not mean it now because you are now become a stronghold. We pull it down today in the name of Jesus. That business may not have profited. Last Last year, it doesn't mean it won't profit this year. We pull down every such stronghold that the enemy is using to enforce a pattern, a negative pattern over destinies today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you. Lord God Almighty, we ask God that you will help every one of us to change the pictures in our hearts, oh God to the pictures that your word paints for us so that we will bring it before you for you to produce. We must bring the right negative for you to now bring to life. Lord God Almighty, please help us. Holy Spirit, help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. And everyone who has prayed, we command every stronghold to be pulled down completely in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we've prayed. Amen. God bless you. Change the day. Hallelujah. I think that was speaking to me. I don't know about you, but I know that it was speaking to me. There are so many pictures I need to change personally, and God will help us. And you know, Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you can imagine all the negative thoughts. God forbid that that would be what it would be. But that's what the Bible says. So let's change the picture and begin to see beautiful things, even as the Lord has ordained for us for the end of this year and for 2022. 2022 is going to be a glorious year. That's the picture I am seeing. It's a wonderful year to be a year of prosperity, a year of divine health, a year of breakthroughs, a year where we will say there is a lifting up no casting down, a year of success, breakthroughs, prosperity in the mighty name of Jesus. For everyone on this platform that has said that prayer that we all shared, it's going to be a fantastic year, the best year yet for us all in the mighty name of Jesus. May God help us to continue to see that picture in the mighty name of Jesus we are prayed. Pastor Mecca, thank you very much for that word. Thank you for empowering us we need encouragement even to see what God wants us to see. 
Thank you for that encouragement. May the Lord fulfill his word, even in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Please, um, everyone that has joined us this afternoon, thank you very much. I know it's Christmas Eve, but you know one thing the enemy did this year with this COVID was just to dampen Christmas. I don't know about you, but I didn't even feel Christmassy. So when Pope said we should sing Christmas carols, anybody who knows me knows, knows that Christmas is my favorite time of the year. It's a special, I prefer it to my birthday. And that's the truth. But this year has just been blessed, amen. And I was very happy and delighted when Pope said, you know what, let's do Christmas carols. So please, even if it is just this once, and I encourage you to please let's spend just the next few minutes singing carols and not allowing the enemy to steal our joy. Let's sing our carols. Let's enjoy Christmas and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year tomorrow in the mighty name of Jesus. And at the end of it, we'll all unmute ourselves and wish each other on this platform a very, very Merry Christmas and a wonderful new year in the mighty name of Jesus. I know not everybody was able to join today. People have traveled, people, but those of us who are on this platform this afternoon, we are blessed. There's a reason God made us to be on this platform this afternoon. So don't let's miss it. It's a great year ahead in the mighty name of Jesus. And Christmas tomorrow is going to be awesome in Jesus' mighty name. Over to you, uh, Brother Ife. Thank you, Brother Ife. I forgot to thank you. Well, thank you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. What a very wonderful time out. Thank you so much, dear mommy. Thank you so much, dear Pastor Emeka. Glory be to God. We'll take some of our hymns by the special grace of God. And from there, we will run this praise meeting um okay glory be to god so we take the first one faithful joyful who come ye to bethlehem come and behold him bond the king who come let us adore him who come let us adore him Christ the Lord.
looks like we've lost uh, Brother Ife. The signal is bad. Um, Pope, are you there? Am I the one or is the signal bad? Hello? 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 Hello, ma, we can hear you, ma. I think it's, it's internet, ma. It's I think it is internet. Well, yes, you can see that the devil really is fighting this Christmas and it's a lie. We will have yeah, a wonderful Christmas to the glory of God. Well, I don't think we can. I don't know. Is he back? It's back. It's, it's back. back. Okay. Okay. I'm back now. The, the internet. Okay. God, God, All right. Let's us. let's just take it. I mean, we can take oh come all you faithful and then you know faithful. go on, brother. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me reshare the screen then. I think um, God bless us. Sorry for for that. Okay, we're here. So we take we take one more verse, then we move to the next, the last verse. I think it's all right. We can sing the carols in our homes <laughs> or listen to them by ourselves. It looks like um, Brother Ife's internet. Okay. I think the internet is acting up. It's okay, Brother Ife. We know that this is not um, We know that it's not but it's okay. Next week, we will sing. <laughs> Pope, do you want to close the meeting? Okay. Let's wish each other a Merry Christmas. Can we unmute ourselves and wish each other a Merry Christmas on the platform, those of us yes. who are still left? 
Can we unmute ourselves? Merry Christmas,
Praise God, praise God, thank, praise God. Thank you, everyone, once again for the privilege I've had you on this platform. We're indeed grateful to God for the time of refreshing we've had. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a beautiful and a fantastic Christmas. God bless you and see you next week by God's grace. Thank you.